0: This is Tully Dio and Madman Matt sitting next to me per huge and we are the hosts of the Tully Dio show. I thought I was always a good wingman. I wake up when uh, my eyes open because you know rock and roll stays up late. It's like if you're drinking the big beers then I think there should be a certain level of cheer that you get from that. So like Walt's drinking the big beers you should feel more cheerful. Unless you're a sad drunk and no one likes that. no one wants that. Los Angeles, we're pumping it out to the people, you know? It's the hot stuff. This is where this place is boiling with, with, you know what I mean? Everybody wants something new in LA. And it is time for some new rock and roll. It is so time. It's the Tully Dio, the Dio show. show? No, we're not doing a song. Oh, why not? Because it's not that type of, I mean, let the music speak for itself, I suppose. Uh, I guess. So. And if we did, it would have more of a, it'd be more like. Oh, like a know. rap song? Like we do. Well, song? like a rap with rock behind it. Okay. Don't they call that trap or something now? These days, yeah. They call they it do. different names and pretend it's new. Like yeah, it's right. Not. It's called recycling. Yeah, I remember I remember when uh, Anthrax and uh, Public Enemy did it. Yeah. And then it was new. Bring the noise. Yeah. yeah. That was and then that weird. was new. Yeah. When it's not new now. No. It's good. It's still good. Berserk is doing a great version of that.
1: Yeah. And he's just. Really didn't
0: cool. it? But wasn't it new metal first? So first it was that, which didn't have a name. It was just dope bands getting together and making dope shit. Yeah. It was just a random. Smoking pot and drinking beers together. Two random New York bands on the Right. And they micro-label. were like, shit, we live next. We live across the way. Yeah. So like. Uh, and then it was new metal, yeah. And now it's trap metal,
1: uh, essentially,
0: yeah. Trap metal's faster, though, right? It
1: seems like, well, it's like a little it's a different beat, it's right. like a different variation, right?
0: But it's so the it's same concept of, with the guy, concept. the lead singer, doing the, the rap rock,
1: yeah. And they go right. into different yeah. subgenres, yeah. everything I've turns heard. Into it. I've Seb heard drum. it,
0: it does. It does. We're just making all the genres so small now. That like you you sound like a douchebag at a record store every time you talk about a band. Totally, it
1: trickles down and.
0: Do you listen to you know like Eastern European flog squag rock? Like what, dude? Like (laughs) fucking no, dude. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Do I listen to rock and roll? Fuck yes, there it is. But I like to keep current, right? And know all the current terms. There's just getting to be so many of them. If you say alternative anywhere in like a rock club, people will fucking
1: yell it why i don't know but it used to define what something like that like a new metal would be yeah so like you can't even save that like new, old, they new want tour. their labels
0: they want the label which is weird because rock and roll doesn't really have labels no it's I about mean, freedom of fucking about that's right lemmy and fucking robert
1: plant have been saying it for fucking years we're on a fucking metal band we just play rock and roll there you go
0: and do a lot of drugs <clears throat> yeah Too many. Oh, yeah. Too many. But Lemmy was a badass. He's like, oh, yeah, I have cancer. Oh, well, I got to go on tour anyway. Drink some more whiskey. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) His plan didn't work that the whiskey would kill the cancer, but had it, he would have revolutionized cancer treatment. That's right. I just drink some whiskey. Holy shit. No one even thought of that. Get this person a pack of smokes and some whiskey stat. (laughs) Yeah. So they can get rid of this fucking cancer horse shit. (laughs) The Dio show, I'm Teledio. Bad man, Matt. That's not a gun. It's episode was, like- 324. We can do guns. Though. That was a love gun. Love gun. Yes. Saturate. Light the match. Uh ventress Talladega. daga. Um we played these guys a couple weeks ago. These are new tracks from them. We're getting a lot of new tracks from these awesome bands, and it's nice and heavy. It's good rock and roll. It's good rock and roll. It's good metal. It's good. Metal, it's good you know, put it in a box if you want to. I just fucking like it.
2: Push against my will,
3: that'll never work You push so hard until it hurts I think you know I
0: Ventress, Talladega, Saturate, Light the Match, Sound Man Kills, we played him last week, this is his most current track, There, most current track, Trapped Inside of Me, and then Andy Carhart, Don't Lose Your Head, right now, the a Deo Show.
3: C'est délai, je
0: Andy Carhart, Don't Lose Your Head, Soundman Kills, Trapped Inside of Me, and we're up to Big Jim's Wildcard. We've played these guys before, and they have an amazing 80s vibe going. The band is called Chinese Whispers, and the track is called Take Another Chance. It's, I mean, if you like 80s music, they're bringing it back to perfection. Check it out. Big Jim's Wildcard for episode 324. Chinese whispers, take another chance. Big Jim's wild card. So that is five brand new hits, (laughs) hits, tracks.
1: You don't have to say hits. Well, hits
0: for me. I don't know if they're going to be a hit somewhere. I would certainly hope they all are. I pick them.
1: Yeah, they are. And
0: I think they're all hits. I think think you got
1: this. I think you you got the good.
0: On, On this show, on our show. They are hits
1: you have a reader? You have a good read on things, I
0: think. Decent,
1: yeah. It's pretty, it's
0: pretty it's, it's it's polished, not fully harnessed, yeah. Fully, it's well, a little sometimes there's some straggles. I we, can't wrap it all
1: up. Not everyone could be a Casey Kasem, mm, it's no, not That he's oh man, that's like the finish line. It's like Dick Clark, Casey Kasem. You right know, now? who
0: I always when I when I got it, one of the people that I always wanted was Wolfman Jack. Oh, remember baby. that guy fucking cool was he dude it was rad He was cool did he die when we were kids i don't even remember when he died uh, but i just remember thinking his name was wolfman jack and yeah. that's about as fucking cool as you could be you really can't go wrong no
1: you know i thought he was fake until i watched that movie you know what was that movie uh, american graffiti Yeah,
0: yeah yeah I mean, that's a real guy his voice was amazing great musical choices yeah
1: amazing
0: dude did, did great work
1: Ooh, right he had the crazy work. yeah he had like one of the, like oh. one of those
0: yeah I don't know what I was oh, doing yeah, right there, yeah. besides blowing out my fucking voice I heard, I heard polyps. now we're on to some bands that we've played uh prior weeks that uh you know we're just playing them again because it's all new music yeah so listen to them again you'll dig them first one our buddies the 95 all stars call off the search then Saturn 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 maybe someday. nitro nitra and what was your alternative version nitra nitra Nitra. we're gonna say them both because i can look it up but you know just so we know so we have it down we have it down that's right amazing she's amazing uh playing sick rock and roll uh the song is called just right and then youth illusion love these guys help me to believe and we're gonna end it all with some prog rock there's probably eight different definitions of prog rock now
1: Uh, you know i think you got this one right though
0: it's prog rock. Yeah. That's what he says. Yeah. UV traveler w- with the road. And that is the end of the set list for episode uh, 324. I don't know, but he's clapping around. He around a round, little golf clap. Somebody just sank a fucking 30 a footer. Beautiful
1: fucking seven hole.
0: A 30 footer putt. 30 footer is 30 that even foot? i don't know is that that's too far that's a pretty good chip. Nah, it's too far that's, that's a, chip. a chip maybe i don't know can you actually make one in with the chip oh god i'm sure i mean okay well that's good. my buddy's a golf pro is he billy yeah he listened to the show give a shout out to <clears little throat> bill, bill mashing but Jeez. yeah he's gonna shit if drink, he when he uh, drink one for yeah me. so we're gonna have to have him right in or call in or whatever and Tell us about golf, because we don't know enough about it. You should
1: interview that guy, and then you talk about your uh, Frisbee golf career. I'll throw that
0: in there. Let's throw it in there. I'll be like, Bill, but what about a mid-range Frisbee golf situation? See if I can (laughs) throw him off his game.
1: That would be funny. Yeah. Frisbee versus golf. Scottish golf Golf versus American Frisbee golf.
0: American Frisbee golf. I wonder if we even thought, it had to be something we thought of. Yeah. nothing like frisbee golf and shit like that that gets thought of after you've smoked like so much weed and you're like i don't know let's just throw a frisbee into a basket i mean that's
1: ultimate- like golf because yeah.
0: it's too hard to golf when you're high like that right so you got to like think of something that's a little bit more manageable that's right like throwing a frisbee
1: and ultimate frisbee was like
0: uh, kind of like baseball not baseball it's like uh football it's
1: like football it's yeah.
0: Like, yeah great game fun game yeah, mm-hmm. fun. the frisbee adds a whole new dimension to it it's like a wiffle ball you just can't even get it perfect no, it's great it, a lot of diving a lot of chaos a lot of diving catches diving. very cool looking that's right it's like as cool as the beach scene from top gun <laughs> <laughs> how are those guys so good at everything so good
1: at volleyball they're good at flying planes. i don't know
0: man i guess What's when you're fun? just when you're like a maverick you when you're a top gun you just you're Just good at everything. You're just a fucking ace. They don't call you a top gun because you're just partially good at some mm-hmm. things. I bet you they can cook a mean steak on the grill. Oh, hell yeah. There's probably nothing you can't do when you're when you're a top gun. You got cool names. Yeah, you're fucking just you're a top gun, right? That's cool. The and then you house. got a fucking sick, yeah, and you just all of it. That's right. You're driving something fucking ridiculously fast. <laughs> ridiculously fast for no reason, but you're used <laughs> to going fast. You got a need for speed you have to feel that need too for the speed yeah that's right right on get it
3: I've done wrong, try to love again, when I can face the day, help me to believe, things will never be the same, help me to believe, help me to belong, help me to make right everything that I've done wrong, try to love again, when I can face the day, help me to believe,
0: That list we'll be right back after this commercial break
1: hey man what's that foreign object you got there bud it's jackson springs water what are you talking about bud
0: yeah it's like really kick-ass water i want to make sure i stay hydrated this summer oh that's good a lot of it
1: that's good you can't drink pool water
0: no you can't Hey dude, where's my Brim's hat? I I really like their hats. Yeah, me too. Sure you haven't seen it? All right, cool, thanks bro. It's time for Tully Talks cheers you want to know what i'm talking about
1: beers yeah
0: let's talk about it. we're going to talk want? about may 4th yeah that's what we're talking, what are we about. talking about we're talking about may 4th be with you i was not may the 4th be with you
1: i got the text about the prompt of the topic of totally yeah sports. sometimes right?
0: so here's the thing and
1: i was shocked
0: yeah because here's I'm the thing right? i smoke bushels of marijuana (laughs) no i smoke it i smoke a good amount of jays every day on the days uh that being said i come up with these ideas and i'll forget them unless i text madman
1: i gotta hear about it
0: so i gotta send matt the shit right yeah outlaws way outlaws way i do it i send him the my little ideas and sometimes they're fucked they're not funny they're not funny, but th- not well, fuck.
1: They're usually fun. Yeah,
0: right. They're just, they're pretty fun. They're all right. Yeah, they're fun. But, so I was like, Hey, it's May 4th, you know, this week it was May 4th. This is May 6th. Yeah. But it was May 4th. And I'm like, look what they did. Right. It's a fucking hot. It's. And I absolutely can't stand it. That's what people thought I was going to celebrate it. I'm not though. This fucker ain't. We're not. I'm not. Not anymore. Oh, you got my back on this. I got your back. I'm not going to go off too hard on it because I love those movies as well, a child.
1: Yeah, same here.
0: And and as an adult, I've watched them and they're not as good. They're not as good. Empire is the only one with any edge. It's edgy. I'm not. I'm going to about to blow out. I, people are going to be mad at me. But I don't care because if you want to get mad at me over the Star Wars franchise, I guess we're not friends. (laughs) (laughs) There's so much going on in the world. And you're like, I don't know what he said about Star Wars.
1: I fuck this guy. You have an opinion.
0: It's an opinion, but it's valid as fuck. Yeah.
1: So, okay.
0: So I'm more down with Valentine's Day than May the 4th. Because it is the most manufactured horse shit thing. I remember when it was just a little joke between the star wars fans who are way over the top most of the time anyway oh yeah like those movies are just not that great <laughs> no, they don't that. hold up that well like like they're very basic yeah they're they're it's good versus evil it's like it's just it's you know it's it's just not it it there didn't need to be all these other movies oh, hell they're no. just now, I've enjoyed some of the shit. Don't get me wrong. I was a big fan of those movies. I had a million Star Wars. So this is coming from someone who who is still a fan. Yeah. Still a fan. I don't have any collectibles up, I don't think. But, like, I have my Star Wars figures this and everything does. still. Do nope, you? I do. I still have all my old Star Wars figures in the Darth Vader thing. So I was real. I was You're serious real. as shit about it. Yeah, but I'm yeah. telling you, as a person who's grown up, that that shit doesn't hold up. So stop pretending it does. I have enjoyed some of the things. The Mandalorian, super fun. Great. I even I didn't really enjoy Book of Boba Fett, but I'm glad it happened because I loved Boba Fett.
1: Weird but cool.
0: Very weird, dude. Weird. Very weird. A little, little weird. A little weird. I um, it was great. The what's the the animated show?
1: Oh, Rebels.
0: That was great. The oh, uh, the Bad Batch.
1: I've, Which I've I think they're
0: releasing yet. a new thing, a new season of it. That show is amazing. i liked it? Loved it. Oh,
1: cool. I'll watch it. So
0: that being said, it's stupid though. May the fourth be with you. That's stupid. All right. Now I just gave a bunch of, a lot of love to the franchise right there. Oh
1: yeah. But were. now
0: I'm going to tell you, this has got to stop. <laughs> it's fucking terrible.
1: I love it.
0: It's just coming at me way too hard and I don't like it. I love because because it's because of what it's it's like, OK, it's went from this passion thing of a bunch of Uber fans who just can't even fucking keep it together. If something that sounds Star Wars related. They're like May 4th. Oh, May 4th. May the 4th be with you. Someone put that together and it fucking blew up. <laughs> and I get the passion. I love that. I love that they like it that much. I really do. I like that. However, now corporations have gotten a hold of it and they're just marketing this horse shit. Yep. So don't even do it. Or if you're going to do it, do it like Valentine's Day where you don't spend any money.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: Everybody's on board, man. Yeah, I was looking at the PlayStation Network today. They're doing Star Wars deals. Amazon is doing Star Wars deals. Yep, it's everybody. awful. It's in the middle of Times Square. It disrespects the integrity of the very nerds that fucking thought of it originally.
1: Industrial Light Magic, man. There are a bunch of dudes, unemployed fuckers from USC. Just baked. Who are f- baked as Super spot, stone, dude. Super genius. Oh. Mathematicians and like special effects artists. Yeah. And new computers. Yep. And George Lucas was like, come on. Yeah. You got to get your shit together. Come with me. Yep. And... They were getting yelled at by him <laughs> it's like the whole time. That's that's what Star Wars is. That's
0: what Star Wars is. And a good editor, a very good editor. Because
1: we don't we can't see the original Star Wars. It's a bad movie. The OG Star Wars is stuck in a vault.
0: That's why that second one is so good. Because it was very Uh, well, the directing was phenomenal, and it was it was dark as shit. Dark,
1: and won an Academy. It was up for an
0: Academy. I mean, we're not. But that's not what this is Uh. about.
1: No, it was perfect. We
0: will. I mean, we'll always say how things we like because there are things I like. I'm just telling you. Yeah. Yeah. May Fourth ain't what it used to be.
1: No, that's true.
0: You got to take it back. Don't spend any money on May Fourth. Just enjoy it.
1: You know i'm not sitting here hating on that i'm a big star that's wars all fan. i think watch it you hilarious. already
0: bought it watch it yeah watch them all
1: yeah
0: that doesn't cost I
1: anything some, some good advice yeah you watch lucas right you watch that first cut of the first star wars it's a good movie it wasn't the first cut right i mean the, like the t- i is, see what you're saying the
0: cut right
1: the original yeah star wars is a good movie okay
0: it is a good movie.
1: Second one. Excellent is a, movie. Excellent movie. Third one's a fucking good what movie. let about cash cow, though. And I think the whole May the 4th thing, I was just at Star, um, Star Wars Land. they are just trying to make money. I was at Disneyland yesterday. Oh, excuse me. Right. Earlier this week. Yeah. My bad. Uh, Kenner, bro. It's all Kenner, dude.
0: Kenner toys. All Hasbro and Kenner. Literally, we're probably... I, I, I bet you we could probably even look this up they probably had meetings with lucas and they were just like lucas and the kenner guy yeah. going like how many things can you make up to put into this fucking jedi movie you're doing yeah how many different creatures can you that can we turn into a fucking toy because they were already a hit because 20th century fox the, the most infamous
1: deal in the history of mankind of, of all merchandising was that they gave the rights all of the points and i'm sure everyone was fired in fox for this they gave a 100% rights to George Lucas. I remember hearing they, this. They didn't believe in him. They yeah. thought this movie was going to just just be like not lose money or
0: not make They, money. You know how they thought of it? The way it really fucking is. Yeah. Because it's really not a great movie. It's a good movie. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's really good. And it's like, man, I bet you if you were like 12 years old. In 1979 or some shit, and you went and saw that, you must have been fucking losing your mind, losing it. Like, I actually talked to this dude who was 20 when he saw Star Wars in 1979. Wow. And he said it was the most amazing thing. He was like, it was the most amazing thing I'd ever seen. he's a sci-fi guy. Right. Like he loves sci-fi stuff, read Asimov and read all the, you know, uh, sure. Bradbury and For all the that
1: time. It kicked
0: yes. Yeah. Like it blew minds like Jurassic park did like T yeah. uh, T2, like uh, avatar, oh, um, yeah, yeah. things like that, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I can imagine it. It just, you know, it's a good movie now.
1: It's not great.
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> Uh uh-uh. uh, and none of the other ones are good. None, not one. Well, I mean, like of like, the uh, like one, two, three, none of them were good. No, uh, seven, eight, nine, none of them were good.
1: No, they were not good.
0: They looked great.
1: Yeah, not Vader,
0: good. like they looked cool. Yeah, no, none of them were good. Okay. So what do you t- you know? May the fourth, save your money. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, man. And now, like the May the fifth. This May the Sith is a thing now, supposedly?
0: Ah, we're done. We're done. I can't Uh even get into that. (laughs) We're done. That's the end of Tully Speaks.
1: Exactly. Because
0: there we go. Now they've just, they've gotten, they're like, how can we just, these guys, we're in a recession. These motherfuckers can't afford potatoes. How can we squeeze one more drop of fucking money out of their wallets? How about this? Fifth, Sith, right after May 4th. Like, my fuck. Stop. <laughs> it's like, Leave I'm, them alone.
1: They Christmas have to get
0: the, to the collectible. Yeah. It's mean to do. It's like you know that they those hardcore fans got to get that collectible if it's limited edition or some shit or like May the fifth, you know, GameStop only edition. Yeah, that's fucked. Leave them alone, man. Yeah, and now <laughs>
1: it's they're mean other, the Disney moniker, so they have to have a pin, a thirty dollar pin. It's mean. Uh, yeah. With the enamel pins they're like you have to you have to make it. so i guess what i'm make.
0: saying is enjoy your <laughs> enjoy this b minus franchise without spending any money oh yeah i do i i you know
1: don't spend any more money stop it
0: no i think honestly it, right yeah like i'm i'm you know enjoy enjoy your enjoy don't spend money. Can't. Tell he speaks. I'm out of gas. <laughs> you got an X-wing gas? I'm out of gas. Went <laughs> oh, too many parsecs. Yeah. Too fast. TIE fighter crash. Mm-hmm.
1: Time for another beer.
0: Ronnie Robson is here. Uh, yeah. Master. I like to call him a master musician. Oh ah, wow, that's wow, that's cool. I've never I've never been called that before. I think I think you've I think you've elevated to that level you deserve that.
4: Well, thank you very much. Thank, thank you. About, what's going on, man? How are you doing? I'm doing great, doing fantastic. I just opened up a new studio in uh, in Toronto, just north of Toronto in Vaughn, uh, the Sound and Film rehearsal studios, and business is good, everything's good. In fact, I'm sta- I'm sitting here right now. Oh, I love it. Yeah,
0: You yeah. got, so pretty- got tired of going to other people's studios and just decided you'd have your own so you can go and jam whenever you want?
4: Yeah, well, I had mine in my house for the longest time, and uh, I thought, you know what? A friend of mine bought the business, and it's like an actual rehearsal hall. We have five rooms here, fully equipped, everything ready to go, awesome. great bands <laughs> in and out. And he said to me, he goes, why don't you bring the studio over here? And I thought, you know what? That makes sense. So that's what I've been doing, and uh, I've been doing it for a couple months now, and it's a lot of fun. And also oh, uh, it's brand yeah. new. It's brand new. Yeah, yeah. meeting a awesome. lot of great people, yeah. and yeah, it's fantastic. So that's what I've been up to, and uh, as for music, I've been, uh, i got my fingers in a couple of pies right now. You know, I'm a session musician, right? Yeah, Mostly. yeah, yeah. So, you know, I've, and uh, I, I thought, you know what, I'm going to start getting people together instead of you know, people getting other people together like myself and that's working out really, really well. And that's news to come about that shortly. Oh, definitely.
0: very yeah. cool.
4: Yeah. Some great players from around the world, man.
0: Yeah. I was going to ask you, so you've been a session musician for a, a long, you've played with the greatest. I mean, there's yeah. nothing else to say. Like you've yeah. literally played with the greatest yeah. rockers. Or you know, Ever. you know what? Or basically what I've done is I
4: played with, Some great bands and some members of, or sorry, I've recorded with great members of great bands with great bands. You know, and that's that's all cool, fine and dandy, and I love it. And you know, the resume's uh, looking pretty good, and I'm pretty proud of myself and proud of the work that I've done. And you know, it's just all about fun for me.
0: Uh, See, that's that's, if you can keep that. That's the you know the sex, drugs, and rock and roll. That's all true with the set, but the fun part, if you keep. If you keep it fun, rock and yep. roll is at its absolute best. No, exactly.
4: Exactly. I think it's uh, you know, rock and roll, sex drugs, rock and roll. I think it makes it live longer, a little bit longer. A little know? bit. But, yeah. And uh, we have more fun doing it. At least I do, you know. Who is the that? sex
0: part and the, the well, rock the, and yeah, roll? The sex part but... and some of the drugs, some of the drugs. Yeah. We'll just keep you know, That's you're not it. gonna do all the drugs. You can just do some no, yeah. of the drugs exactly exactly (laughs) there's a a big difference yep um for sure so you've played with everybody do you have any stories or i don't want to say because you can't really say who your favorite person to play with was yeah no you can tell me a story about maybe one or two of them i don't know this it's so interesting one of the uh
4: one people i always always love recording with is uh vinnie drummer he was drummer for black sabbath and dio and heaven and hell. Oh yeah. And now he's last in line drum wars with his brother, Carmen. And I don't know. I just, every time I get drum tracks from him back, I just, I mean, I smile, man. The guy is just solid as hell and nice guy, very professional. And I don't know. He's probably one of my favorite, uh, people to record with Glenn Drover. Uh, Ex Megadeth is another guy I like uh, I like doing stuff with. I haven't done anything with Glenn for a while, but uh, maybe I should reach out to him and see for sure. Yeah, why but not? Those, yeah, yeah. Those two are pretty uh, pretty cool. I mean, you know, uh, man, it's, it's really hard to put a finger on who my favorite are, but those two, I think, are pretty cool. Steph Holland out of France. We did the, sorry, the last Hollywood Monsters album with, Thriving on Chaos. He's another guy that I love to uh, to record with and actually just talk to, you know, and great musician, great vocalist, and uh, great songwriter. So hopefully, we're going to get into uh, some more stuff soon. We've been talking. So, and that's pretty cool. Yeah.
0: Definitely. How was, uh, how about, uh, I'm just going to throw a couple out there and you just tell me, how was Alice Cooper?
4: Well, I, uh, it was Tommy Denander that I recorded with. Mm. And he's written, man, Tommy is like, he's done stuff for everyone. Like, um, God, Alice Cooper. He's done stuff with Paul Rogers. He's done stuff with just like, oh, man, like he's got one hell of a resume. That's right, what. right. And in fact, we're just talking the other day, and he's going to be playing lead guitar on a uh, a track that I'm doing, uh, going to start on probably next week. And, uh, man, he's he's another great you gotta great send player, it to us definitely.
0: send us the track yeah, for sure too. like we're gonna play i'm just letting people know we'll talk about it later but we're gonna yeah. play numb your that's your new track that's the newest that's that's
4: the one off the of hollywood monsters that that is the most downloaded track i think off the album it's great uh, great song love it stephan wrote it plays guitar sings does backup vocals does keys on it i played bass on it and vinnie opposite uh, you know it's on drums so
0: Oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's got that whole, you know, there's certain vibes that songs have, and it's got that rock and and roll sound. Now rock and roll has so many sounds that, like, it's all rock and roll. That's the rock and roll sound
4: that I think think
0: of when I say rock and roll.
4: Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I think what it is is more like a heavy classic rock. Yeah. You know? It almost sounds like, you know, when you're listening to it, you're listening to it on vinyl.
0: Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's got and 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 like if people are wondering what what I'm think when I when we say that I'm thinking like that 70s vibe. Like that yeah. like 70s like when when that was the classic rock that I grew up with. Was right. when they, yeah. you know what I mean, when they called it classic rock, I, that's the first thing that comes to mind is like those bands from the 70s.
4: Yeah. Yeah, no exactly. And that whole album really is like uh, it's got a classic, like basically it's got, you know, it has metal, metal tones to it. It has, but it's more classic rock. Yeah. And I mean, you know, we had some classic rock players on it, you know, the album. And it's like, you know, and, and, and a funny thing with Steph and I is we would surprise each other back and forth. Like we'd be recording stuff and, and he, uh, one track we did, uh, he had a guitar solo and he, he went in with a wah-wah pedal. And I came out. I ended it before his solo with a wah wah pedal on my bass, and he goes, "Oh, that's really cool." And then what does he do? Don Airy, the keyboard player, he's played with Deep Purple, he's played with everybody. Yeah. He surprised me. Steph put on the track. He goes, "Have a listen and let me know what you think." And he said the guitar solo. Well, he replaced his own guitar solo with Don Airy playing a B three solo, which was really cool. So that whole that whole album is like got classic people on it which is fantastic yeah yeah Yeah. who really really who
0: who influenced you growing up that made you want to Uh, get into this so deep because you've been doing it for a long time at a high level yeah you know what i think it was uh
4: like led zeppelin the who frank zappa you know it was one of these things where you know nazareth and fog hat and just all these the other bands all i wanted to do was play and i started on piano when i was a kid and moved to guitar and uh i thought about bass later on because where i lived there was people in the neighborhood there wasn't uh too many bass players that were jellying with the drummer and i seemed to do that and that's why i see you know like the rhythm section i seem to try to wrap I tried to gravitate toward it and then it clicked. I thought, this is my instrument. This is what I'm going to do. So I, man, I started learning, tried to learn everything I possibly could like Motown and, and, you know, not so much disco, but, you know, but get the funk in there,
0: but get the funk in there, you know?
4: Yeah, definitely. And, and heavy rock, you know, like Zeppelin and the who, and, and I, I never, never looked back. I just stayed with that instrument and that was it. I mean, I play the odd, uh, you know, piano or keys and in, in other people's, you know, projects and stuff. But uh, other than that,
0: yeah, man, bass all the way. That's the one that you went with. That's what you're stuck with. Yeah. yeah. You can tell because that's how you got it. You got to. If you want to be like at the level that you're at, you got to go with that one instrument and just hone all your, just, you know what I mean? Like super concentrate. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Cause that's a lot of people like that you're playing with people it's all, all you guys are at such a, and I was, I was, I wasn't joking about it. you're at like a master's level of your instruments. So like Thank you. to play with other people, they have to be there too. Exactly. So everybody you're playing with has got to, if they're going to challenge you, right. Yep. They got to be as good as you. Oh yeah. So that's why these songs and the albums are always going to be phenomenal because it's just a bunch of dudes who are really good at their instruments yeah. trying to make each other better. That's what I wonder about in modern music, because growing up, you know, I always thought like there was like uh, there was like some of your friends would be like, oh, I love Zeppelin. And then others wanted to be like, "Ah, the Beatles are better than Zeppelin. Oh, the who's better than whatever. They were all trying to be better than each other. Exactly. Because they were all so good. Yeah. And I wonder if they're still doing that today.
4: You know what? Probably. I mean, I hope so. yeah, I, I think so. I mean, you look at the Beatles, Paul McCartney, you know, one of, the, one of the best bass players on the face of the earth and sings at the same time, something that I really can't do. I, I do backup, you know, things pretty well, but, you know, just start belting out a song. No, but you know what? That's that's what the Beatles did. That's what everyone did. And now, I mean, the only thing about being a session musician and, uh, you know, we, we wait for tracks. Everyone has home studios or so they go into the studio and do their thing. The only thing missing is being in the same room at the same time where yeah. you have that development, you know, that way, that sonic, sonic thing. And I think what, what successful session musicians do is they say, OK, wait a minute, I'm going to do a scratch bass or I'm going to do scratch guitar. I'm going to wait for this. I'm going to wait for this and wait for this. It doesn't have to be perfect right away. And I work with a lot of guys to say, you know, I'm going to change this or I'm going to change that. Now that we have the vocal set, you know, maybe I'll do a little thing on the end of the vocal guitar or I'll do something with bass or something. And it's that that thing of not being in the same room is I miss that. Really, I do. But we can take our time, sit back and say to each other, why don't we do this and this and this and this and this? So we re-record things or sections and it keeps on going. And, you know, uh, with everyone having a home studio in my studio here, there's no time limit. There's, you know, no budget to be blown because, you know, so that works out. And I I believe a lot of people are doing that now. I know I did that with the monsters and a few other people, too. And uh, man, it works out. It works out. We all try to just lift each other. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any, do you have any, like, let's say some, some uh, musician out there, he doesn't necessarily want to start his own band or be part of a band. Do you have any advice for him to get into being a session musician? Yeah. You know, practice, 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 start, uh, send, do a
4: guitar track, uh, send it out to different artists. You know, it's something like I have a a few younger um, uh, clients and they they want to play they they're really good players and they want to play with certain bands or get in out with certain bands on tour and things like that and uh i won't mention any names but there's okay. one kid and he's he's just outside of toronto and um i said to him i said you can sing like this person you can play guitar like this person but why give them a demo reel of you doing like a chorus or bridge or whatever you want to do playing alternate chords and singing harmony, because that's what that artist will want, you know, diversity. Yeah. 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 So it's the same thing as being a session musician, man, send out some email, send out, you know, to managers, to agents, to different things, like get in there and say, Hey, this is what I want to do and have a resume behind yourself. Yeah. I was just going to say,
0: treat it, treat it like a regular job, even though it's an yeah. awesome job.
4: Yeah. I
0: mean, with me, I, I kind of fell into
4: it. I, sure. I mean, I played a bands and stuff and people say, Hey man, can you record this and record that? And this right. is back when I was 19, like I finished high school. I didn't know what I wanted to do with myself. So I started working in a recording studio. Well, that lasted for about maybe three years and then I started work for the city of Toronto. I just retired from that two years ago. And where am I back in the studio? Right. 360 degrees. Right. Right. But if you don't know what to do, that's what you do. Play, 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 record, 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 put yourself on, you know, video, get yourself a TikTok channel, YouTube channel and be professional. Yeah. That's another yeah. great
0: one because it is another, yeah. it's another, uh, thing you know we sit here and drink our beers and smoke our joints and do all that but it's a professional show like we actually you know what i mean show goes up every week it's clean it sounds good looks good you got to be professional even though you're in an absolute circus
4: exactly exactly yeah oh yeah and there's one thing about it is i don't miss touring you know i would go out and i play with you know like basically great bands like no name bands not not anything that you would know but i mean uh, nowadays, it's a necessity because artists aren't making money, um, you know, from record sales, from you know, music yep. sales, downloads. They're making very, very little, and they're going out and touring all the time just to make that extra money. And it's that's another thing that you have to be ready for. If somebody wants to for you to go on tour. You be you got to be ready for it. Like yeah, if someone asked me to go on tour and said, well, you know, we've got this days or these dates, can you go, you know, and I'll say, well, you know, audition me and I'll, you know, I'll run through, I'll learn everything and I'll be ready to go. But that's fine because I, the certain point of my life where now I can sit back and I can chill. Yeah. But I mean, a young, young person, I mean, you know, forget about a family, forget about this, forget yeah. about that. No, because you can be called on like that to go. So very yeah. interesting. Yeah. See, that's
0: something people everybody doesn't know about. I mean, yeah, when you're young, who gives a shit, right? You just fire out the door no matter what. Oh, exactly. But when you get a little bit older, you really do, and especially if you do want to have a family and stuff. That's really interesting. You know, you gotta you gotta do that, get your name out there, it sounds like while you're young, you know. And then once you're established, you're good to go.
4: And then you're good to go. And the thing about it is, you know, when you're young, you can fly out the door. Your mom's going to say, you forgot your socks. <laughs> and right now my wife would do the same thing. Ronnie, you forgot your socks. I'd be like, it's okay. I'll see you in a week or two weeks. I'm I do I need see socks to rock. That's right. You I'm rock like, my socks off. Sweetheart. I'm going That's doing a little
0: barefoot bass. Exactly. Little coo- exactly. Just getting a little getting a little uh, mellow with it. Getting a little 60s style. Yeah. Yeah, man. But so I we do got...
4: miss playing live, though. I do miss oh, I playing bet. live. I, I, I do that. Yeah, I haven't done in a while. And I was really, uh, there was maybe about six weeks ago, I was thinking, sitting on the couch at home and going through my phone. And, and I'm thinking, you know, maybe I should put a band together with well-known players. If they're not on tour or recording or yeah. anything, then we can all get together and... Perform, you know? Yeah. Like not so much like a super band.
0: I hate that No, but like you know, we we're just whole thing, I was gonna ask you about Numb, the song that's the first song that we're well the play we're gonna play the song after the interview. It's the one that you yep. sent us. Yep. Um that would be amazing if you could grab yep. a bunch of dudes to go together and tour with this album,
4: right? Yeah, well, you know what it's funny before COVID, we talked about um we talked about going on tour of this album uh in, in Ontario, in Quebec, in Canada. And we talked about, uh, Northeastern United States and we started to get interest in dates and it was Steph Hond, uh, myself, Vinny Apicey. And I talked Tracy G into it. Who used to play guitar with Dio, about coming out. So wow. I thought, okay, this would be cool. Everyone flies into uh, Buffalo. Uh, I can drive there. It's only a couple of hours.
5: Sure, sure. And then,
4: and then we go, you know, we started and then, uh, covid hit and you know it was one of those things where it's like okay hold off you know we'll just we'll we'll think about this later and it's funny because in the february of 2019 no february of 2020 i retired and i thought okay this gives me a plenty of time to rehearse and work on business you know hollywood monsters business get us more gigs and i mean you know that whole Right through New York, right down, you know, Connecticut, right, you know, yeah, Pennsylvania, right back up, every like all the states. And it was like, man, this this should be fun. Like we're looking at like two, two and a half weeks already. Yeah. So, but you never know.
0: You never know. Oh, yeah, no, everybody's hungry for it. COVID's coming to an end, I think, or we're actually getting a grasp on it. Yeah. And uh, everybody's gonna be hungry to go play and to see live music. Exactly. Exactly, so, you know. So yeah. Numb, do you want to yeah. tell us a little bit about this track? What it's about? Yeah, it's-
4: yeah Numb was written by um, by Steph Hunt, and he wrote that in Los Angeles. He lived in Los Angeles for a while. Then he, he moved back to, to France. Um, he wrote that. He has did a recording on it, and he sent it to me. He says, You know, I really want to get this one done. So I said, Damn right, like it's a great song. So uh he basically did the guitars, uh, some of the piano, and a scratch vocal, sent it over to me for bass. Uh, I did a scratch bass on it. We sent it to uh, Vinny Apicy, and I think he got it done in like a day and sent it back to us. And like, it's a great song. Oh. We're really all proud of it. And I think it, it just, when, when people think of Hollywood Monsters, they think of this song. Yeah, right
0: it's great. That's great. That's a great like, cause it's just a great track. I can't wait. We're going to play it after. Uh, but yeah, before cool. we go, yep. tell the people where they can, uh, come find out more information, all that, you know, the social media shite, all that stuff.
4: Yeah. You know what? Um, Hollywood monsters has a Facebook site, just, you know, Facebook, Hollywood monsters, you'll find it. Google it. Um, same thing as, uh, uh, Instagram. Um, Steph is, of course, he has his uh, uh, Facebook and Instagram page. Um, download, you can download the album uh, Hollywood Monsters Driving on Chaos at ronnyrobson.com okay. on the main page at the bottom. And uh, physical copies are, uh, we have two, um, two people dealing with that right now, Die Hard Music in Brazil, and we have Bicky Music in Japan or they're, uh, they're distributing that. So oh, awesome. that's what we can find, but yeah. So it's out there. Grab it. It's a great album
0: and uh, let us know what you think about it too. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Everybody pick it up and listen. It's a great, you know what this is great for? This is a good one to listen to before you go to the bar. Yeah. I say that a lot of about a lot of things, but you know, it's true when it is,
4: and it's it is Yeah.
0: going with your buddies you know, hanging out with your friends, you're drinking, you're having a good time. It's got that great yep. rock and roll vibe going in the background. Nothing but positivity. It's great stuff. Uh, Ronnie, yep. thanks for talking to us. Oh, you're going to send us your new track when you get it done too, right? Yeah. Oh, definitely.
4: Definitely. Uh, Perfect, we'll do that. It's, a, it's a great track. It's a, one of uh, uh, I, I'll give a little hint out. It's, yeah. it's There's a band in, in uh, Canada out of Toronto called Gato. And fantastic three-piece band and this was probably their most uh, in in shows people would ask them to play this song okay. they never played it live or maybe they played it once or twice but we're redoing it with some fantastic players so i will send it i'll send oh, it oh that's to you exciting that. man that's we're great done.
0: ron yeah, thanks man. for calling in and we will talk to you soon my brother we'll have you on again thank you i'd appreciate that all cool, right man guys. have a great one thank you thanks everyone
4: later brother Later.
3: My so, say- soul,
0: for the top f and 10 for episode 324 may 6th coming in at number 10 from last week's list oh, is yeah. the stolen moans with poonam two, and i like to say the name of that song poonam too poonam two. number nine owls and aliens with tsunami, tsunami. number eight tamagon evelyn Number seven, Emelina Skip. with The Night We Almost Got Sober. Number six, Riot After Midnight, Yours All Night. Number five, Berserk, Mic Check 1-2. Number four, Carly Jewel, Trouble We Are. We got Riot After Midnight and Carly Jewel both from Australia, in the top ten. A little, little side. They don't need to hear that because that's what everybody does right when you say Australia. Hey, man, you can make fun of me. That's what kind of impact that band had. In front of me. But I think it's, I'm a white guy. I'm just from saying, America. I'm just saying that's it. That's like, that's like how much impact that song had though. I know, I know. Like you literally like Vegemite Sandwich. I didn't even know what the fuck that was because that song, I had to do some research. Yeah. Anyway, look, we talk about it all the time. Vegemite yeah. Sandwiches. Dude,
1: shit. it's good. We tried it. We
0: will brace your culture. We always, oh my God. If there's something we should try from your culture and we can get it over here, let us know. Cause we want to try it. Yeah, because that is what it's about. If you want to make fun of Americans too, just do the southern accent. Oh, we love just redneck. Yeah, those guys Sing. are great. Um, those guys are fun. The go. South I'm is fun. Redneck. The, f- the South is fun. Yeah. Uh blackout orchestra tongues. Post profit, number two, post profit, smother, and number one for a second week. One. Pin finger with boot liquor. It's a heavy track. It's a great track. That's your top F and 10 for <laughs> May 6th, episode 324. Look in your boots. Boot, right? Liquor. Boot liquor. It's a tough track. Yeah. It's mean.
1: No, it'll, it's bad. it'll fight you. Pin Fingers, tough. Oh, yeah. Love their videos. Great stuff.
0: Top 10. Top, top fucking
1: 10. Right? That's like someone bringing the noise. Bring the noise. <laughs> Shit. <laughs>
0: It's me, Tully Dio, and I'd like to thank the people that make The Tully Dio Show possible. First of all, me, Tully Dio, it's my show. Second of all, my partner in crime, Madman Matt. We got our executive producer, Amy Goldberg, and our associate producer, James Chabelle. The Tully Dio Show.
3: Make it happen.
0: <laughs> Two weeks? Yeah, it's Did been we... like fucking a week. We missed one week. This is, that would have sucked though. I okay, think we missed two weeks, really? No, we didn't. It's just been one week. It's been one week. I feel it's like it's been like, I like a long time in, like, because we years? really like to fucking do the show. Yeah, that's what it is. It's the future. It's the future. Oh.
3: down to my core, been exposed and I needed more, more and more, now you your casual ways, keeping me